Hey, Ian Evers, uh, before the show, I just wanted to tell you, uh, this is Patrick. Uh, me and my friend, Gideon Hambright, are going on tour, uh, the Whales and Beasts stand-up comedy tour, uh, along with our friend from uh, Iowa, what's his name? Uh, James Royal. James Soil. Uh, we're going to be all over the country uh, September 6th through October 7th. We're going to be in St. Louis, Kansas City, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Arlington, Houston, Austin, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Memphis, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Davenport, Minneapolis, Madison, Milwaukee, Dubuque, and Eclair. And, and Des, Moines. Des Moines. For exact dates and show information, go to whalesandbeasts.com. Uh, come out, tell your friends, and of course, buy, buy the, the merch. merch. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to The Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, And I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Oh, it's going fantastic. Fantastic. What a good day. We're having a good uh, recording episodes day here at the new studio. New studs. Brand new studio. New studs. I moved. Um, yeah, you moved. Now uh, our new, the new Nostalgic Front headquarters is in uh, Queens, New York. Ooh. Hell yeah. Queen. I didn't vote for it. <laughs> Not Actually, me. I did. I, I heard you like, voted for it as scissor. Is that yeah. true? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, man. What year is this? Does that joke it's, even work anymore? It's 2011. We're coming back. Uh, <laughs> After uh, these messages, we are uh, we are recording at the new studio in uh, Flushing, and you're not going to believe this. No, it's it's Bushwick. Well, it's Bushwick. I asked my real estate lady and the guy I, I buy stuff off on the street. Mm-hmm. He buy I I can buy. Who are you buying stuff off of on the street? There's a guy that sells incomplete seasons of <laughs> Star Trek on VHS. You mean like when you walk into the Taco Bell and somebody comes in, and it's like, hey, you want to buy some DVDs? And you're like. Well, do you have any incomplete episodes of Star Trek in there? On VHS? Well, they have full <laughs> episodes, just mm-hmm. parts of a season. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, okay, so this is, the, we're in that gray area where it's like some, one side of the block is is Bushwick and the other side of the block is uh, Flushing. Yeah. I thought you were talking about gray area where like aliens hang out. Yeah. Sometimes- uh, they're called grays? Uh, usually I, I like to flush while I'm wiping my gray area. <laughs> Why is your area gray? What? What color is yours? <laughs> I don't know. I've never looked. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> listeners, tweet in. What color is your area? Um, <laughs> no, but you're not going to believe this. I was, so I was out there. I was walking up today for the first time coming to the new studio, which is mm-hmm. fantastic, yeah, by the way. Yeah, spatial. I don't know if you guys can hear a difference, but it's better. Uh, the... Yeah. Ooh, that was pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, but I was walking down the street, and I saw this. There was this bridal store, like a, you know, like a boutique shop. Oh, geez, brag much? And they, were, they kicked this lady out. They just kicked her out. Apparently, she worked there, but then she got kicked out. Um and uh, uh, her boyfriend was there yelling at her and stuff like that, and she knew what to do. But then this family showed up. Uh, it was like kind of like a tall, good-looking English fella, and then these two kids that I think oh, actually really? spoke American. But uh, and it's then she happened. went with them, and they guess what? They hired her to be like their housekeeper slash uh, uh, babysitter, uh, like like a nanny. Okay. Like the TV show, The Nanny. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were talking about Nick Nanny. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what. <laughs> That's my long, hey, you know what I saw walking up today? Nick Nanny. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you in a different way. <laughs> uh, but do you remember that show? The Nanny? I mean, I remember it. I never really watched That's it. That's what this episode's about today. Uh, oh, yeah. Fran Drescher was working that. at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens until her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. Uh, uh, great in Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. About it. Real, what a real babe. Oh, you know, yeah. she hosts uh, uh, Gotham Comedy Live, the TV show that's on AXS TV that some of our friends have been on. Oh. She hosts a couple episodes of that. Isn't I was that misled. Nuts? I watched that show because I thought it was got ham comedy, oh, yeah. and nobody hammed it up. Nobody hammed it up. Yeah. I see. I watched seven seasons thinking it was talking about the uh, Bruce Wayne. I thought it was going to be that seven story. Seven seasons. Of, wow, that's almost two years. Uh, you know, four score and seven seasons ago was back when, uh, I don't know, what, Grey's Anatomy was still good? I don't know. I thought I'd have a riff. Anywho, what are we four talking Four score about? and 13 seasons ago, uh, the colonel made some chicken. Uh, okay. How long is the score? A score is seven years, I think. No, no, no. Seven years is that. A f- what is a score? 14 years? Uh, I was about 14 four the first time score I scored. And seven years ago, so between the 1860s and 1776 was four score and seven years. So four scores, maybe like 25 years. Four scores and football is like t- 28 points? Yeah, yeah. twenty. Well, if they get the field goals. The point after? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would actually be eight scores then. Oh, yeah, man. So four scores in football could be 12 points? It could be eight points. It could be eight points? All safeties. All safeties. Yeah, nobody ever talks about that. Uh-uh. 
I think safety is a great topic. Mm-hmm. I think safety is a great thing to say right before you fart, so nobody will hit you. <laughs> uh, I like safeties because it looks like referees are going to start walking like an Egyptian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like playing the football game Madden, and I just love it when I when they stop you, they get a pick in the end zone, but then they jump run it out to the one, and then you get a safety on them. And you're yeah. like, haha, fuck totally. you, fuck you. That's why I like going for it at fourth and one at the one. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, that was the show. Reem, where can the listeners find you on the internet? Oh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on MySpace. <laughs> uh, uh, no, what are we talking about today? Oh, we are talking about Ernest P. World. Know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean, Vern. You know what I mean, Vern? Uh, let me get, let me give you the little the Wikipedia. Yeah, treatment. give people a quick synopsis. All right, here we go. Uh, Ernest P. World is a fictional character portrayed by actor Jim Varney in a series of commercials, uh, primarily shot on digital video, which was a novelty at the time. Uh, and later in a television series called Hey Vern, It's Ernest, uh, as well as several feature films, which I think is what we mostly know him yeah. from, you and me. Uh, he was created in Nashville by an uh, advertising agency, Cardin and Cherry, and was used in various local commercials all across the country. Uh, the only no- national projects, products he ever promoted were Coca-Cola, Chex, Taco John's. Ooh. Ooh. Is that really national, though? I don't uh, think... Uh... I don't think Taco John's is national. The first Ernest commercial filmed in 1980 advertised an appearance by the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders at Beach Bend Park, an amusement park in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, the format of the com- commercials varied. Um, and so, listeners, you guys probably mostly know him from uh, uh, the movies. The movies, right? Especially the holiday themed yeah. ones, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just and because of their uh, replay value come, come said seasons. What is uh, uh, your what's your uh, history with Ernest? Er, well, I had Ernest goes to jail on VHS, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was one of those standard like VHSs that you just yeah pop know, it in summer vacation. You're gonna wind up watching it once a week. Yep, yep. That's you know. and and listeners know I have had said this uh, ad nauseum on this show. Ernest goes to camp. I had it on that tape with yeah. Police Academy Four. Pretty campy too. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Can't love it. Can't wait to do a Police Academy. Oh yeah, show we too. really should. It'd be great. Uh, I mean, we got the lunchbox. Oh boy, we do. And, uh, Maybe we get uh, Bobcat yeah. on. He's still kicking it around in comedy. He's the got a brand new show coming out on uh on uh is it IFC I believe? Uh, great movies. You you big Bobcat fan? Uh yeah, I'm such a fan. I respect him enough to call him Robert Cat. Robert Robert Cat. Yeah, he's he's literally one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. People. Humans? People, people like don't know. He's done a lot know. of cool stuff. Yeah, he great comedian, yeah, great writer, uh, great filmmaker, great storyteller, great storyteller. Some of that oh stuff with him, like uh, at the with, with Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that he's told on multiple podcasts. Yeah, he's one like, of those guys that uh, uh, he he has a bunch of stories, and he'll tell the same story once or twice. Mm-hmm. But I love it every time. Yeah. You know, easily my favorite puppet in a Married with Children ripoff TV yeah, show. Happily ever. ever after. Yeah, yeah, that was such a great show. Um. But anyways, back to Ernest. Now, uh, <laughs> the P, which uh, I don't know. Do you know what the P stands for? Uh, no. It stands for power tools, which I don't think that was a plan when they made him up, right? Like, I it, think it was an after the fact. Don't you think like he was added on to the canon? Yeah, like he was probably because they Ernest. said how many commercials did he do? Like eight hundred commercials. Yeah. Well, that was an interview. That yeah, he we did watched with them. Um, like, yeah, we watched this uh, character. It's so successful. Have you? sat back at all and analyzed. I mean, I, you told me earlier you've done like 800 commercials. Yeah, right around 800. Why do you think he's so successful? I think everybody identifies with him. They either have a neighbor or a relative that's like that. They've always got a better deal than you've got or they, they tell you what you did wrong. And uh, so I think everybody knows him. And I'm guessing what happened was one of those, cause, and they would riff this stuff. It was all like, you know, uh, yeah. improv. I'm guessing on one episode they were selling power tools and he would be like, you know, Vern, uh, Ernest, the P, that, that that actually stands for power tools. And then that just became... You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, that just became canon. Uh, uh, but... Uh, I wonder from, who out there is like the big like official people on Ernest canon. Oh, yeah, but yeah. They're just like... I well, mean, there's Ernest super fans. You don't make 10 freaking movies without yeah, there not, being like... And he was there was a pretty like Andy genuine good heartedness to him too. And, oh like, yeah, he's there always wasn't, like there wasn't hatred. There he's was really like, positive in like everything he does, and he's really accepting of like everybody. Of everybody, yeah. Yeah, be it meeting a criminal, mm-hmm. he meets a lot of criminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. He doesn't really dig on evil trolls. No, no, no. He, uh-uh. he was really mean to the evil trolls. But Earth you should be fuck a troll. Yeah, yeah. Fuck a troll in their fucking troll face. Also, uh, punch a Nazi if you can yeah, today. Dude. That would be a great thing to do. Um, you think Ernest ever punched a Nazi? Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, what they were going to sure. He went to I mean number 1 he's a vet. Yeah, he is a vet. You know, he, he w- takes care of animals, he takes care of anything, you know? Yeah. I you yeah. mean he's a veteran of the the wars. 
Yeah, and Ernest uh, goes to the goes army, to the army join, yeah, joins yeah. the army. Ernest, and it wasn't he like sixty when he did that. That's no, he good. was he was dead by the time he was oh, sixty. Poor guy, we lost in Varney. He passed away, and don't smoke. Don't smoke. Ugh. Yeah, you know when? So when Jim when, when he found out he had cancer, he quit smoking immediately. But that's it was still too late. It's always funny when people do that when they they quit smoking right when they find out they yeah. have cancer. That's like that's like somebody drunk driving going off a cliff and then like pouring the beer out as they're crashing but like Mm-mm, i am done with this and he was really hitting his stride in what i think would have been a big chapter in his life yeah with voice acting sure sure he was on a he had a great simpsons episode he was in toy story to- yeah slinky dog um, he was in atlantis mm-hmm. he's in that have you seen that the simpsons disney with- atlantis oh yeah he yeah, plays, yeah. He's not oh, he, a was, gr- he was cookie in atlantis i forgot yeah. about that yeah yeah, yeah and he's really good. he's not a grifter he's a carny mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the simpsons episode yeah. and they keep one up and the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With him and his kid. Him and his son. And yeah, ex- I mean, and then, so if you go from doing Toy Story 1 and 2, he'd have been in all of the Toy be, Stories. Yeah, he'd be in all the Pixar. And he's such a, he's such like a distinct voice. Yeah. You know, that like for him to have died right before everything started to take off, I mean. What a what a goddamn loss. What a shame. Um, When he passed away, uh, let me see what data was. I have it right here somewhere. Um. Uh, when he passed away, I was in high school, February 10th, 2000, yeah. uh, about a year before the towers came down. Uh, he passed away. I was in high school and I was in, um, uh, I had a, I had a social studies class and we had a, every week we had to write current events. And the day he died, my current event was, um, you had to write a current event and you had to write how this affects you. Yeah. And mine was, uh, you know, Jim Varney events. actor. I always did away. sports. Just yeah. To be yeah, a smart yeah. Ass. I would always do them right beforehand because like nobody was Googling shit, not Googling, but like using well, yeah, the internet. And I, I figured be. out how to search. I early. Yahoo searched. Yeah. Yeah. I would Yahoo or I would Alta Vista or even sometimes I'd even ask Jeeves, you know? <laughs> um, but I wrote it in class and I was just like, uh, uh, Jim Varney has passed away. I think it's very sad because I loved his movies when I was a kid. And also it's very sad because there'll never be any more Ernest movies. And my teacher, Mr. Van Fossen, shout out. I have no idea where he's at now. Mr. Van Nossen. Van Fossen. He was Vossen. a great, he was a great uh, teacher, really good dude. Yeah, but he's about he, to talk uh, shit to you right now, isn't he? Uh, no, he, he wrote on the paper, you know, you grade him. He gave me an A and then he wrote, uh, Ernest goes to heaven, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I thought that was really funny. Uh, that I was That's like, oh cute. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a really good dude. He one time. Ernest? Um, when, uh, Mr. Van Vossen. Oh. I came into class one. He was one of those guys. He was probably like younger than we are now. You know, he was probably like 27 teaching us. It was like his third or fourth year. And he, I walked into class one day as a study hall and he was on the computer and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm looking for a job. And I was like, ha ha. And he's like, oh no, I am. And then he turned the computer monitor and he was on monster.com looking for jobs at <laughs> other schools. He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't like it here. I don't like the school. He's like, I like this town. I don't like this school. <laughs> and it was really funny. Yeah. Um, uh, was it as funny as uh, Ernest goes oh, to camp? Oh, not at all. Van Possen could not pull off a, 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 like a good uh, Ernest P. Whirl line. You know what I mean, Van Possen? <laughs> uh, uh, Mark Van Ossen? Let's let's do this. Oh, Mark Van Ossen. Ooh, Mac, Mark oh. Van Ossen. Let's go, list, let's go uh, listen to some of his comedy album, you idiots. That would be really my fun. My name is Mark, and I've lived in Des Moines my entire life. And like I said, I've been doing stand-up for a while. Um, something else, though, I'm also dyslexic. And that's really hard, because I don't think people know what that means. Like, you hear people talk about dyslexia, they're like, oh, that's not a big deal, so reading and writing's a little hard. (laughs) That's not true. When you're dyslexic, everything you do is hard. Everything I do is hard. Like, I'll look at a light switch, and I have two options, off or no! (laughs) He's been really adamant in all my earnest... Uh, talk online. Yeah, Mark's a great I watched dude. a lot of Ernest this week. Yeah, you've really to get, to get, prepped up. Oh, I, yeah. I watched a it's lot fun. when I was a kid. It's... But uh, I didn't do as much prep work this week as you did, but so that's it's good. It's like 80s children fucking Three Stooges, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. He just does a lot of, like, gags. It's just gags, man, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that stuff holds up, you Yeah, know? it definitely does. Because it's just somebody with a great face reacting to crazy stuff and uh he plays so many different versions of the Ernest character yeah like you have the cocky Ernest, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. like you know you know something he's gonna have some comeuppance like the commercial Ernest, yeah. are really cocky really like know it all and then on the tv show sometimes it's bleeding heart you know or the movies like yeah Ernest goes camp it's like bleeding heart and then um uh uh what do you call it uh Ernest saves christmas it's like just pure we wonder. Got, it's almost we like got a, kid. a shitload of Ernest movies. Yeah, let's to dive uh, into let's here. see. What, we'll, what? we'll start with the first movie. Now, yeah. remember there were some TV shows and shit like that before this, but the first movie out the gate, eighty seven. Ernest goes to camp. 
which is my personal favorite. I think it's I fantastic. I only watched it like a couple times on cable television mm-hmm. growing up, but I remember enjoying it. I can distinctly remember having one of the biggest laughs of mm-hmm. my childhood watching Ernest Goes to Camp. The goddamn turtle the in turtle, the toilet, the para- right? No, the paratrooper turtle. Yeah, yeah, but they put, him, they put the turtles in a toilet and then... They no, shoot them. No, they're the two different things. What? They the turtles are not in the toilet. Where are there's they? a toilet that gets launched, and there's turtles that get launched back hmm. to back. I just watched it. They, I know, but I again. thought I always thought that the turtles were in the toilet, and I always thought that uh, the overall joke was, "Look at all these turtles getting fucking killed." <laughs> no, the turtles don't get killed. The turtles all just keep landing on people and biting them. Oh yeah, well, that's so great. all the bad construction workers are running around with like turtles tur- biting on their ear, and at the same time they're playing the animals. Yeah, uh, so happy together. Happy together. Yeah. Or is that the turtles? No, that's ooh, maybe it is. I think it's the animals. It would be too perfect for it to be the turtles, right? But wouldn't that be the reason why it would be? But I feel like that's too perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, what is what is the line? And I know I think oh, I think we've said oh, this on the show I, before. Yeah, but. I think you did too because I didn't remember yeah. this line from the movie. But when I rewatched it, I laughed my ass off. Is they cut to two turtles that are in this catapult that are getting ready to be launched <laughs> with parachutes tied to their back, and all of a sudden they have this weird little overdub of uh, the turtle. One turtle says. Yeah. And it's just so weird that all of a sudden there's like these turtles are fucking talking. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it is uh, the turtles are the that song. That's fantastic. Oh, man. What a missed opportunity in the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. turtles. Yeah. They never what a, really played well, that. maybe they just had the film rights. Too. Yeah, you're right. So happy together. Um. Okay. So then after. Uh, so that was 87. Yeah. I, we're both little boys kicking ass around in Iowa. Interesting. Sucking thing our about... thumbs, sucking our rods, you know, just trying to get all, get by. My. uh my, my my oh yeah you have a friend that was actually in this movie yeah isn't that insane people? it is he is Reem dropped that on me today and i was like why the fuck is he not a guest on this we podcast have, we're gonna be running the podcast for a while for we a million could, years we gotta we have could, him on yeah he played one of the counselors yeah and and he had all these great stories that have, he, before i got here today apparently you and him were talking. i got i got i got i can go into it right yeah. now well we can do it after the run do a quick one okay uh, give it give us a little because we're still on ernest goes camp give us a little one quick thing and then maybe we'll have him on and we'll have him tell it, you know, in full. They only had one camper on mm-hmm. this entire movie shoot. And it was in the middle of like a state park, too. Oh, and people no. had a bus like 60 minutes or 60 every miles day. every day oh, to get God. there. And I'm sure and then was... the crew had nowhere to go while yeah. they were there because it was basically like in the middle of a giant national, national park, park yeah. where they just set up this like fake looking camp really mm-hmm. quick so like they were on standby for almost like the entirety of the three weeks and yeah you know they're on call so they can't they like, can't go anywhere yeah even if there was somewhere to go they wouldn't be able to do yeah, that. yeah yeah they just have to be there in their work clothes ready to light and people kept hanging around Ernest is trailer mm-hmm. and, he, and he wasn't having it it'd be so funny was, they're just they're out, like all these like what would yeah. you like it's like stop hanging around my trailer yeah yeah hey get out of here you know what I mean and everybody's like what <laughs> I was gonna do uh, angry going into you know what I mean you know what I mean you know what I mean Vern? uh yeah. <laughs> that's great we should love I'd love to have that dude on um okay so the next film that comes out uh 1988 Ernest Saves Christmas which is also really good did you rewatch that one this I week? Ha- I didn't. I, it's on YouTube. It is. I didn't it's also get around it's on to Netflix. It. Or it was I it wound Christmas. up choosing Ernest Goes to Africa. Yeah. To watch just to see because well, I knew it was his last one. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see uh, Camp I- or uh, uh, Christmas is fantastic. I rewatched it last year, thinking that it'd be like, well, this will be like a fun nostalgic watch or whatever, and it's good. It's got a lot of good heart. The the girl in it is very good. The the Santa Claus is very good. The story is good. Pretty Ernest big hit perfect. by uh, 1988 standards, too. Yeah, yeah. $6 million budget with uh, uh, 28 mil at the box office. Wow. So Ernest was crushing it. Yeah, that's he really was, good. He, he was printing money, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. Back then. So well, and think about the how much... of the Christmas movie? What, Christmas what? movie was that um, Santa Claus... Mm, I'm not going to... I'm gonna. It's going to blink on me, but Santa Claus... Uh, came to yeah, the did. city, and uh, well, Santa Claus home. comes a lot. Yeah, Santa Claus comes to town. Uh, and uh, he, I, I believe he needed something, or he couldn't find something, and then his bag got lost. And Ernest, Santa came, needs a brand new bag. His, his sack, yeah. Er, Santa Claus's toy sack got. Ernest came into uh, um, uh, owning it, having that sack, and Ernest was like a taxi driver. And then there's this little girl that's bouncing around with Ernest that Ernest is trying to get to go back to her family. And yeah. 
I wish I was doing it justice, but it's great. And please just go rewatch it. Go for sure. Go Once rewatch. Once the holidays come Camp. around, everybody yeah. should watch. Ernest saves. It's Christmas. good. There's a funny joke in it where there's this guy. That, oh, I gotta Ernest, hope so. Ernest is or uh, Santa Claus is looking for a new the next Santa. That's what he's doing, and he goes back to Almost a modern Santa day. Claus. Oh yeah. Well, there's a in the movie in there's a there's an actor in the movie who uh, is I on set so. playing Santa Claus in a horror movie called Santa Claus. Oh yeah. So, no no no. It's called Santa's Slay. S L A Y. Goldberg. And it's not that, but it's the same movie basically. It's just yeah. the ideas in in this movie. Um, which is fantastic. Uh, okay, what else do we got next? Uh, uh, other Ernest movies. Two years later, just like Clark Ernest Work, goes to jail. Goes to jail. Good that's movie. the one I grew up with. See, and that's it's I, got it's got uh, what's his name Tex uh, Ritter. No, no, he's a boxer. That he was also the uh, bad guy in Ace Ventura, or not the bad guy. He's the bad guy from the opening song of Ace Ventura. Uh, it is. Uh, oh man. Tex. Oh, are you talking about the rapper? No, no, I'm talking about Randall Tex Cobb. Oh, Randall Tex go. Cobb, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd recognize him. He's got a bad guy For sure, face. for sure. But uh, that's cool because uh, that movie also has Ernest playing a bad guy. So he's two characters Yeah, when he's playing, it. what's yeah, that guy's that's name? that's the, the whole Nash thing. Yeah, or something like that. Which I found there's a really funny video clip. Uh, one of the better scenes in the movie is Ernest as a juror. Yeah. And that's one of the ways he gets taken to jail is they do a switcheroo mm-hmm. because he looks just like the he looks like the bad the, mastermind yeah. and he's on trial and he's on trial chewing on a fucking ink pen mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the pen breaks and he's just got ink all over his face <laughs> and he's trying to like nonchalantly just yeah like, it's like a real buster keaton type bit you absolutely. know like, a, like an old tiny yeah yeah, yeah. he reminds Ernest is very much like a modern day well like chaplain Ernest just goes not to, a commie Ernest goes to camp the first 10 minutes without the uh other than that little bit of a monologue right to camera the whole thing of him up on the fence and the fall and the plunging that's a silent movie Ernest goes to jail yep uh opening scene he's uh working he's got a floor buffer he's fucking with Mm -hmm. and he just keeps flicking the switch on and off (laughs) on and off and then they pan down and it says warning do not rapidly flip on and off. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this fucking buffer goes buffer nuts. goes crazy. He starts flying around everywhere, getting dragged by this thing, and then he gets electrocuted. Brrr, so all of a sudden ring. he's magnetized and the like filing cabinets are chasing him around the bank. Yeah. He yeah, works at yeah. a bank. And also there's a lot of really good uh special effects because it's all like office supplies all of a sudden becoming animated and flying towards uh Ernest. <laughs> now, which also on camp, there's a lot of great physical comedy with the fucking again the turtle. Uh, he's got the turtle sure. t- uh, biting his nose the entire time, yeah. and he's freaking out. There's. I want to jump ahead now. We, you know, sometimes we reach out to the NFers. Since we're talking about Ernest goes to jail, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real NFer Sam Evans. Uh, he said that um, he rewatched Ernest Goes to Jail recently and completely forgot that the fact that the climax of the movie is solved by Ernest being electrocuted and through that uh, <laughs> temporarily receiving magical electromagnetic yeah. powers. It's just batshit crazy way. It's just a batshit crazy way for a movie to end that I completely forgot about. Still love it. Uh, but what the fuck, you know? Yeah, I gotta finish and it. And he, he said, what the fuck, you know? You know, know what, what I mean, Vern? No, I know, yeah. Know what I mean, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um... Uh, I need to rewatch Goes to Jail because I remember loving it, but I let's haven't do it right seen now. it in years. We can years. pause. Let's pause and let's yeah. watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. That was great. Yeah, I, I told you. I can't believe it. I told it. you. Magic. So goddamn good. Yeah. That's for sure. I uh, wish I didn't fall asleep because I had a lot of memories. Oh, yeah. Back. I can't believe Plus, it's been four days since that first half of the show. Wow. <laughs> we watched that movie 400 times. That's yeah, nutty. That's it nutty. It's worth it. Plus, he introduced the dog. He did. Rimshot. Uh, Rimshot. Fantastic. I don't know how long he lasted because- Rimshot? I think uh, I haven't watched Scared Stupid a w- in a while. Mm-hmm. I and, need to see uh, that again too. That's the next one after Jail. Yeah, that's Look nine- at these dark topics, man. Yeah, ninety one is Scared Stupid, and that had um uh was the the tree in the woods and this creepy old witch, and, and it was trolls. a Halloween, and-, and people don't die, but they get like fucked up. I remember getting spooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For watching sure. it as a kid because I liked my Ernest, and I remember renting it and watching it by myself, and it's like for a kids movie. Mm-hmm. It's like beyond Are You Afraid of the Dark yeah. Scary. Uh, and it the, brings it. The trolls and all that kind of shit in there, and it's oof. And the um, that's another one that our, you know, the NFers started talking about. John Field, a uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real NFer. He's been on the show or will be on the show. Uh, he said that his parents, he had a, he had asked his parents to take him out of Scared Stupid because he was too scared. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Uh, somebody else had said something about it. Uh, oh, uh, Alyssa Atkinson, friend of the show, fan of the show. Uh, she said that it scared the shit out of her. Uh, and the next morning, uh, I had my first sleep paralysis episode. Oh, shit. That's where like you feel like somebody's sitting on you and you can't move and stuff. Uh, and she Whoa. thought a troll had turned her... Uh, she thought she'd been turning into a troll and was done forever. She thought she was done forever. Well, after that, Ernest did. You ever had sleep paralysis happen? Uh-uh. It's terrifying. No, I roll all over when I sleep. I have it ha- I've had it happen a few times. Usually I do, but I've had that thing happen a few times where you just seize up, and in your head you're screaming, and maybe in real life you're screaming, but you can't. You don't think you can move. I've never had the people sitting on my chest, which people have. Oof, Alyssa. Godspeed, you know? After that, they did uh, Ernest Rides Again. Yeah, Ernest Rides Again. Which, uh, that was the last uh, theatrical release, and it didn't really make that much money. But here's a fun fact about Ernest Rides Again. It had a uh, theatrical uh, short film attached to it. Uh, what was that? It was a Mr. Bill film. No, no shit. Hold on. Oh, no. That's yeah, great. I, I love, love Mr. that. Bill, yeah, man. Mr. Mr. Bill, Bill rules. Was my shit. I, I can't do a Mr. Bill impersonation because of all this testosterone. Now, it's weird that Ernest Rides Again came out in 93 because the other movie that came out in 93, uh, Big John, uh, Jim Varney vehicle was Beverly Hills. Uh, cop. Beverly Hillbillies. 90210. Yeah, Beverly Hillbillies cop 90210. Uh, where he played. It was <laughs> I want to see that. It was the reboot with Jim. Yeah, I'm sure. Beverly, Hill, I'm Beverly sure, Hillbilly cop 90210. I am sure that was like a mad TV sketch at some point. Beverly Hills cop. Beverly Hillbillies 90210. Cop. Um. But uh, but that came out in '93 as well, so that was a big hit. Yeah. So it I'm was. wondering if that's hurt because everybody kind of associated him now with something different. That was like that... one of the uh, proto '90s reboots that they started to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. of all the show. That was like one of the yeah, first. Yeah, it was. It was they, like the Brady sequel. Brady, the Brady sequels, movies, which is huge. Which I remember those being funny. I haven't, yeah, yeah. I haven't. Well, you know, gotten a, around to them for a, weird a while. Thing with those, you know, Andy Richter, right? Andy Richter from yeah, he controls Conan. the universe. Yes, he does. Uh. Andy, when he was at Second City, they wrote, maybe it wasn't Second City, but when he was in Chicago in the late 80s, him and a group of his group wrote and would perform live Brady Bunch sketches. And then they would tour that as a show and it became really, really popular. And a bunch of like, they all got management and agents and everything because what they would do is they'd go on stage and do live performances of actual Brady Bunch episodes. Mm-hmm. And then while that was happening, becoming really big and blown up, the fucking people that made the Brady Bunch movie just stole the idea and rebooted it and did like very similar campy things to it. And all those people, like all the the performers, like Andy Richter and all them, they didn't get fucking shit for it. They didn't get, they didn't write it. They didn't get credit. They didn't do anything. Well, at least you got all. At least you got all the money for that septuplets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love him so much. Uh, It worked out for Andy. Don't get me wrong, but it's just so weird that you could like have such a cool idea like that and be like, "What the fuck? These fuckers are over here making money off of it? What?" You know what's funny about the Brady Bunch? Uh, Uh, yeah, much. Have you watched it? Alice. That lady. That lady's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember whose joke was it? Some joke from the 80s, uh, maybe the early 90s. was like, uh, I loved watching the uh, Brady Bunch. I was always just waiting for uh, Mr. Brady to kick in Alice's bedroom door with a bottle of whiskey and his shirt unbuttoned <laughs> going, come on, Alice, it's more than a hunch. <laughs> I don't know who said that. It was like an old standard yeah, joke. I but heard. like, what's funny about the Brady Bunch uh, that I found this out somewhat recently is it was... It like never finished in like the top twenty. No, it was, it was like never, never that... a hit. Well, back then, it's one of those like a shows million people were watching just, TV though. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I'm just saying, it's one of those shows that was never that big of a deal, but like it got on reruns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the reruns. And then, yeah, it I scrubbed if... it. It oh, went scrubby. Oh, scrubby. Yeah, I wonder Scrub if Gull, uh, uh, Gilligan's Island was similar to that, or I wonder if it was a hit. no. Gull- Gilligan's well, Island was a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beverly Hillbillies and Gilligan's Island and all that stuff. That was all Nick part of that Ryan. CBS. Well, it, oh. when it originally ran, it was all part of that CBS block of like the old, the uh, what do you call it? Like the uh, Family Values. God, stuff and those are some like good that. theme songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exposition, get all the bullshit out of the way. Yeah. You know, you know. I love it. Up from. Uh, How's that? What's the first line of Beverly see. Hillbillies? Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, well, let me tell you a story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up to the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly hills that is swimming pools movie stars the beverly hillbilly you ever seen uh, uh, uhf 
Yeah. That's one of the best. I don't remember the part you're talking about. They just do the theme song to Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, yeah. But it's to Money for Nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I had that on one of them. I had that on a CD. Now, this here man, he was a shooting. I I can't do it without the song. We'll drop it. That's right, yeah. Or 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 forget. I like to say we're going to drop. Oh, yeah. That is definitely, by the way, listeners, that is going to be part of the show where we're like, all right, and let's wait for that drop. And then nothing happens because I am not the best uh, editor. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're a pretty best editor, send us a tweet. Let us know. Yeah. If you want to edit these fuckers uh, and you also are okay with hearing our the shit that we don't put out on the internet, send us a tweet. Let us know because, uh, God damn it, Leif, where are you even at right now? <laughs> you're fucking looking at your phone. You're not even listening to this shit. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got the last the last we one we Ernest Rides about. again. Ernest Rides again. And then, and then they start the direct video all the direct video ones which i have not seen i don't think i've seen most of these um well okay so 94 was goes to school yeah which i don't know at all because like i was a little too old yeah then and, uh 95 we got slam dunk Ernest, which i did see and somebody i was never like, saw it but it what was it like kareem abdul jabbar Abdul yeah. is an angel that gives yeah. them get that gives them basketball powers yeah um and then uh Ernest goes to Africa is in 97. I just watched that. How was it? Um I see that at one point he plays a character named Hey You the Hindu. <laughs> yeah. Also he plays a character named African well, Woman Dancer. Well to be fair and well yeah. Well he was in a harem uh back then. I, I, I'm going to ask a question. I have a question for the for the 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 Ernest fan to the my left. Yeah. Is there blackface? Uh-uh. Oh, thank Christ. No. Uh-uh. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. That's a uh, more Indian face. Oh, oh shit. All okay, but there is. Circuit. There's brown face or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, golly. Uh, <laughs> problematic. That one's problematic. That was his last one? No, no, but no. There's some more. Considering it's Ernest Goes to Africa, it's like not not as bad as you'd think. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's one of the reasons I wanted to watch it. Yeah. To see if like, all right, Ernest going to Africa this could be. Uh, I'm gonna have to see it. I'm gonna have the to opening. See it. It's all on YouTube. The yeah. opening credits are fucking great mm-hmm. because it's nothing but like uh, nature film stuff. <laughs> yeah, like there's some giraffes running around, and then Ernest pops up and makes like a giraffe face, <laughs> and then they just like what a good face. Oh, it's People a great give face. Jim, Jim Carrey all the fucking credit, but yeah, I think he was out there doing some Jim rubber Carrey, face dude. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. Ugh. Jim Varney. Jim Varney. I'm more of a Varney. What are you, a Carrie or a Varney? Ooh, what are you, a Carrie, a Samantha, uh, a Miranda, or a Varney? <laughs> I like Jim Samantha. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, uh, and then we his last uh, foray, foray as Ernest was uh, Ernest in the Army, where he, he played. Died. Uh, he played so, Ernest, and he also played. supposed to believe is Ernest joined the Army and oh, died? no. He played so a character in Ernest in the Army. He plays a character named Operation Sand Trap Arab. <laughs> um, now, did you see Ernest in the Army? Uh, no, but they almost made a Ernest spaced out. It looks like too. Oh, I I saw Ernest in the Army. I remember watching it on TV one night. They showed it like on ABC when I was a kid, like in the summer. And I just remember there's a part where he's driving a tank down the street, and I think the tank gets away from him, and he's, like, running after it. And that's just good comedy. Classic Ernest right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, you can't run at You're supposed to be in the tank. Yeah, yeah. Ernest. Did you ever see that movie Tank? Girl? With James... No, with Jim Garney. Or, uh, not Jim... James... <laughs> with James Garner. You're trying to make a horse noise? No. <laughs> that there's, was a cow noise. There's a, there's a movie called Tank where James Garner My is a... Americans? He's a pissed off military guy, and so him and his son steal a tank, and they and it becomes Jeez. like a convoy-type movie where they're like, everybody's trying to stop him, but they're driving across the country, and they're trying to stand up for the rights. You ever the video of that guy in San Diego that stole that tank? No. Until he got it stuck on a highway divider, <laughs> and then they... What an idiot. Yeah. Oh, boy, what an idiot. Uh... So I he was also oh that's a, a role I forgot about for Jim Varney he was on Roseanne in those last couple of years he was the the rich guy that fell in love with Roseanne after Dan died remember that uh uh-uh. oh no no maybe he fell in love with Jackie he was the yeah he was the rich a lot guy of people fell in love he with was Jackie. a prince and I think he was he proposed to Jackie on the show it was weird uh but look at that yeah you're right he was in Hercules he was uh Man, King Ethelbert Herman and Ernest P Worrell. like that that a had real been a buddy movie oh I'd God yeah scene, yeah man. yeah that's I, like. The eighties. Wouldn't it be funny to picture picture this? It's like a Hollywood party. It's like nineteen eighty seven. Okay. And like uh, Jim Varney and uh, Paul Rubens walk up to each other, and they're just both like, "Hey, uh, you see that model over there?" And Varney's like, "I got her." And Pee Wee's like, "Yeah, me too." And it's just them being skizo Wall Street eighties douchebags talking about fucking ladies. Oh, I thought you were talking about like models from like a set. 
yeah. to like a castle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about them having these sets from these models from a set from like Camelot. a castle. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I watch movies, I come a lot. Is that weird? <laughs> you ever do that? You ever watch a movie and then halfway through it, you're like, oh, fuck, what's happening down here? <laughs> no. Oh. You no. know? Uh-uh. Anyways. No. Ernest, huh? Uh, yeah, he was also, uh, do you think? That... <laughs> do I, I co- think? I come a lot. You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, I... Vern, you coming? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, Vern, when I come... Yeah, yeah, I like to use this. Uh, I go down to the hardware store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get this uh, this new lube they got. Oh. I tell you what, Vern. Oh, man. This is- <laughs> I would love him selling lube. Would be fucking so funny. Yeah, man. Stop being prudes, oh, everybody. God. Buy some lube. That would be so great. Oh, cool. He was on. Uh, Jim Varney was on uh, Fernwood tonight. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It looks like maybe just one. He was on tonight. Do you Fernwood know, tonight. Do you remember Fernwood tonight? Oh. It was like a talk talk show, or it was like a fake TikTok? It was like a fake talk show TV show in the seventies with um uh. God damn it! What's that feller's name? He's he was on Roseanne. He worked. He ran the uh, the diner. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Uh, oh man, that's gonna bother me. Let's see. Oh, Martin Mull. That's yeah. Name. Martin Mull and Fred Willard were on it, and uh, it was produced oh. by the Har- uh, Mary Hartman. What a Mary couple Hartman of lovely people. guys right there. Yeah, it was a great show. I didn't love Fred Willard. Oh boy, Fred Willard. He just showed up. Um, uh, in a some friends from L.A. made a sketch. Uh, Barbara Gray. I mean, they're not. I'm not saying like, we're best friends with some comics that I really like out there. But uh, Barbara Gray and uh, uh, Matt Ingretson and stuff. They made this really great sketch, like a short film, short video. That's funny about a guy getting high going to the movies, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Fred Willard shows up in it. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh fuck, what <laughs> Fred Willard? And it's great. Go look that up, guys. You'll love. I know it. it's like almost beating a dead horse, but uh, oh man, best in show. Oh, it's Fred so good. Willard is just like. Remember when? Oh, speaking of, oh, man, that's Willard. our second uh, Christopher Guest uh, film reference. Yeah. of the episode. It's also, our second reference to a fellow who got caught whacking his cock off in the in a movie theater. The Fred Willard. <laughs> Remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh Like three or four years ago, Fred Willard got caught oh, beating so his Willy wagon. Yeah, he was coming a lot in some theater. I remember Pee Wee Herman. That also happened to him. <laughs> My uh, George Michael, he's come in a theater before. Wow. You ever come in a theater? Nope. <laughs> Not, uh, not yet. I just want the listeners to know that while Reem said no pee, shook his head up and down and made a jerk off reference and then <laughs> smiled and winked at me. I did uh, not. Yeah. Oh, he's still doing it, guys. Um, I've come. Well, I think if you're in drama long enough, you'll come in a theater. I've 100. Know? I've 100. Everybody fucks. Everybody fucks. Nerd groups? Nerd groups. Yeah, like band and drama. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've come in so many theaters. I've come in movie theaters. I've come in drive-ins. I've come in... Come and go theaters. Uh, I come in the, the Pacific Theater when I was in World War II, WW2, right. Right, fighting, the, fighting the Nazis out there in uh, Iwo Jima. <laughs> <laughs> the Nazis weren't in Iwo Jima. <laughs> What's that? The Nazis. Then who was I killing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What a good one. Okay, well, here. We reached out to our friends on the Facebook, our uh, NF first. Uh, we asked them, and, you know, we mentioned some of them, but let's go down the list, and we'll talk about all the other things said. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real NF, or Jarrett Brown. Remember Jarrett? Yeah. From Des Moines? Uh, he he simply put asked one of the best questions, who exactly is Vern anyway? Now, I feel like that's kind of like a God question. No, Vern is just his neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, John Cherry, I believe, is the yeah, name of the guy. that's the guy that directed like a lot direct, of the movies, yeah, too. Like yeah, like he's uh, helped create the Ernest character. Mm-hmm. He's like he's an ad campaign type guy, and that's yeah. where it came from. And, he, and then, uh, yeah. I he like said it. that Vern is just like a neighbor, and Ernest is supposed to be that annoying know-it-all neighbor and, and also that comes around. Vern represents us, the viewer, the average public dealing with Ernest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real in effort, uh, John Bellanzini, he said, uh, the Ernest commercials, though I have no idea for what products, uh, but he only sort of watched some of the movies, but uh, his childhood best friend's mom really liked them, and they owned a bunch. Now, what we, I think this sounds like is that we should get John's childhood best friend's mom on the show, because she sounds like <laughs> she could really say some things. Uh, what do you think her favorite movie was? <laughs> John's childhood best friend's mom. What do you think her favorite Ernest movie was? Uh, Jail? Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh, Christmas. Christmas that probably moms she, and Christmas. You, well, she's you a know? loving lady. You know, she's like a real mom. Like she's like a mom, like our like mom. a mom's mom. Yeah, she's like a, a mom's real mom's mom. mom. She's probably liking Christmas, but if she's like one of those sexy hot moms that yeah. like reads uh, Grey's Anatomy, you know, no, what's it called? Uh, Shades of Grey. My grandma. <laughs> she's got shades of Grey. You know, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, Zingalia. He's got that really great joke. One of my favorite stand-up jokes I've ever heard. Uh, one of my favorite jokes is, uh, 
I just came up with a uh, uh, I just came up with a slogan for great uh, great grandfathers. Uh-huh. It's uh, this isn't your dad's dad. It's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, speaking of places to drop stuff, yeah, yeah, this yeah, this would be a great spot to drop this in because yeah. Steve Whalen friend of the show fan, fan of the, the show real and ever. he said he loves mellow yellow like me and there are mellow yellow earnest car uh commercials which are perfect oh if sure. you just think about like because it's 80s mellow yellow that super retro can and it's 80s earnest hawking the mellow yellow oh yeah and drinking it and talking about how tasty it is if you ask and me I'll- mellow yellow flew too close to that goddamn mellow yellow sun because that fucker was everywhere for a few years yeah, it's days a good of song. thunder. Days of thunder. Oh yeah, remember that? That Michael, was their, it's yeah. in Michael Rooker's car. It's yeah, yeah, it's great. That's such a and good movie. then uh, you uh, go to Hardee's and when you were a kid, and you used to get the toys, the the Hot Wheels of Mellow Yellow. Dude, cars. I don't know if they're still making it because I know they're going to stop making the uh, Coke Zero. Are you going to fucking bring but, up the goddamn High C from McDonald's or whatever it is? No, I'm going to talk about Mellow Yellow Zero. Oh, go ahead. Hello. Oh yeah, they are getting rid of Coke Zero, aren't they? Yeah, that's fucked up. But Mellow Yellow Zero is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's got a cool can. I don't know if I've had Mellow Yellow in 30 years. It's all right. Yeah. I loved it when I was a kid because I, I thought it was fun to not I like, like Mellow Mountain Dew. Mellow I'm Yellow. I'm just wild about Harry. Because Harry is wild about me. me. They call I'm it Mellow, Mellow Yellow. Yellow. Quite Why right. Slick. Slick. All right. Do you even know why are you going Gideon on me? <laughs> I don't know. That's Gideon's because I really thought I knew what was. Not yeah, lyrics I know. And then just but like I really thought the words. I really thought I knew what we were doing, but then I realized I only knew the uh, uh, yellow. I need a mellow fellow while I sing my mellow yellow. Oh, I need a mellow hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh geez. Okay. What else do we got here? Uh, oh, some more Steve Whalen. He had another. Steve Whalen. He, another bit. Steve he said, "Also, my family won free tickets to Ernest Scared Stupid from a Diet Pepsi product." But we chose not to go because it doesn't look that good. <laughs> what the hell? What? You're burning that. You should have given them to us, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I do think it's funny that he's like from a Diet Pepsi product. That makes it sound like it wasn't like a, a soda. Right. It sound like it was like, like a, a Diet Pepsi cupcake. Yeah, yeah. I found this Diet Pepsi uh, coat on the floor on a, <laughs> and it had a free ticket uh, in the pocket. Well, Pepsi points. How many yeah. Pepsi points does it take to see mm. a goddamn Ernest movie? Uh, let's it's see. weird that he's hucking Mellow Yellow. And then all of a sudden, uh, Pepsi. Yeah. You know, the, the fucking per- media personalities are really fickle oh, about yeah. what so. Remember when that fucking up. Verizon guy switched to Sprint? That's probably uh, probably what the the impetus of that was is when uh, Ernest went from Mellow Yellow to Coke. There's a movie or Pepsi. There's a movie sequel I can't think of, and this is really stupid. That I'm even oh, bringing yeah. it up. But is it and, is it Gremlins? You, no. you told me about this recently. No, is it? I don't know. Am I talking about Nestle's Crunch? Like one movie they eat Nestle's Crunch, and then the sequel they eat Crackle. Oh no, that's not what I'm thinking of. There's some movie that in the first movie somebody talked about this on the show. Then the first movie it's Pepsi, and in the second movie it's Coke the whole time. I don't remember what it is. Anyways, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real enough for Tyler Jackson, a uh, great comic out of Chicago. Absolutely. Uh, I've got a fun story about him after this Lately Late Breakfast. Uh, yeah, originator of Lately Breakfast, which if you guys have not been to that show, you should 100% go. If you wanna, uh, uh, listeners, uh, if you're listening to this and you're going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, October, no, September, who, September 8th, maybe? September 9th, uh, I'll be there and I'll be doing Late Late Breakfast with Tyler. So go take oh, a look yeah, at that. Oh, yeah, that's uh, NFL opening week. Yeah, it's the Blue Whale Stand-Up Comedy Festival. Okay, so Tyler said, Ernest got a start in his hometown, which is Bowling Green, Kentucky, which we told you earlier. Uh, he was doing commercials for the amusement park called Beach Bend. That's all the stuff we just told you earlier. Uh, they used to watch every new Ernest movie, and holy cow, did they get bad, which is also something we talked about. Now, here's a fun story about Tyler. Uh, I had never met Tyler before. I knew of him. I knew he was a very funny comedian, but I never met him. You knew Tyler, and one time we were talking, Big fan. and you said, Tyler, yeah, we're kind of like uh, uh, kindred spirits. You said that to me about Tyler, and I was like, that's a really fucking weird, like, I would never describe somebody as a kindred spirit. That's like something <laughs> out of a TV show or a movie, you know? And I just remember being like, oh, okay, but then I think, and then I go to Orlando, Florida, and I'm doing shows down there, and me and Tyler are sharing, are staying in an apartment together, uh, and we're talking, and I just go, Oh, I think you know my buddy Brandon Ream, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I love Brandon. We're like kindred spirits." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> what the fuck is happening?" <laughs> we are. See, <laughs> he's great. He's a fantastic comic. Uh, check him out. Comics that pun together run together, dude. You know this. <laughs> I hate you. That is what your tattoo says, though. So I should have known. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. That's it's across my chest. Yeah. Oh no. 
Uh, okay, uh, Chris Donahue said that one time a friend of his called it Ernest Cared Straight, and she was like 26 <laughs> at the time. And then he tagged her in there. Shout out Beth Ann Barker for that that flub. Uh, uh, Sarah Kennedy said that uh, she replied on Tyler that Ernest did local commercials for Albuquerque, too. Uh, Ours was a local burger place called Blake's Lotta Burger. Ooh, Blake's Lotta Burger. That sounds like a good place. Hell yeah. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real in effort, Brandon Johnson, said, Ernest Goes to Camp is a very funny movie. Camp Kikiki all the way. I love Camp Kikiki. Uh, uh, I even learned the Camp Kikiki sign language. If only they give a fella a chance. I'm sure they will, Ernest. <laughs> sign good. language, that's uh, what they have hanging up outside of the camp. When people roll up so they know they're there. Yeah, so they know like where the parking the, is the, and where the bathrooms are and shit uh-huh. like that. Uh, okay, let's see. And then we got... Well, I think I got some more. Matt Reiser Matt here. Matt Reiser, friend said, of the show. Ernest Scared Stupid is actually a solid Halloween flick. It's about trolls who turn kids into wood dolls and hold them in a tree. Also, Eartha Kitt. Yeah, Eartha Kitt, it. who was a Catwoman in yeah, the original yeah. Spamman. And also, she was in Emperor's New Groove. For sure, she was. That we uh, talked about in another episode. So what What I've learned here, is just from what I've pulled on this show, is yeah. um, I say that Ernest Goes to Camp is a perfect, we'll call it summer movie, right? Great yeah. summer movie. Uh, I can contest that Ernest uh, 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 Saves Christmas is a perfect Christmas movie. Now, our friend Matt's telling us that Ernest Scared Stupid is a perfect Halloween movie. And I'm saying Ernest Goes to Jail is one of the best realizations of the character on the big screen. So here's what I like think. He's got, he's really into inventions, too. That's mm-hmm, one of the good mm-hmm. things about him yep. is he has a lot of zany inventions yeah. that they pull together. His house in Ernest Goes to Jail is yes! fucking awesome. There oh. are Rube Goldberg machines everywhere. Now He takes a bath with his clothes on in a giant washing machine. He has a cute dog. He has funny neighbors that have a minefield in their yard. You're goose pimpling yeah. because everything's You are reminding awesome. me of something that I, I... Okay, so in on our TV when I was a kid, Ernest would uh, introduce the Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, wow. It was like a, you know, like interstitials. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. was him at that house. And it would fucking the With dog Rimshot. would be there. Yeah. And it would be like him talking about stuff and his no, mom. I mean, he'd be dressed up like his mom and shit. Oh, that lady. Yeah. The, the mad lady. Yeah. And She's he, such a, yeah. And that would be like, he would be like, uh, you know, oh, go back to the back to the Alf cartoon now. And, and that's one of those reasons why I always knew that Ernest was just always around and I forgot all about that. I did. I got goosebumps when you started talking about that. Once you mentioned his house, it was a very it's peewee amazing. type situation. He was never a cartoon. It was like redneck peewee. Like, yeah. It was oh like redneck God. peewee. Oh my God. Absolutely, yeah. dude. And also, fucking, I don't know if he does, but Jeff Foxworthy should write a fucking check to Ernest's uh, estate at least once a year because Absolutely, he wouldn't he be able to have shit if it wasn't Yeah, for dude. Fuck Jeff Foxworthy, fuck, dude. Fuck Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, yeah. He never went to camp. Yeah. He never went to jail. Has Jeff Foxworthy saved Christmas not, once? Not one no, goddamn fucking time. he talks about the war on Christmas all the time, yeah. but he doesn't do a goddamn thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Sorry, Foxworthy I can sit down. Jeff... Fucking pause this. No, that's... Uh, let's watch Go- Goes to Jail three or four more times. Okay. All right, you good, buddy? I'm good. That was great. I'm good. That's such a good movie. Here's your card. Uh, here's your card. <laughs> uh, that's a different guy. That's Bill Engvall. Oh. <laughs> Whatever, man. Are they really? Uh, but I, I actually don't. Whatever, mind. I don't like. That. I actually don't want to. I don't want to shit on. I don't want to shit on him either. I just think def- uh, that was a riff. You know? was a I like one. everybody, man. Spoiler alert! And I really hate like, yeah, shitting on people sucks. I do too, but uh, I do agree that uh, I think, or I stand by what I said that Jeff Foxworthy wouldn't have nothing. Better show, Jeff him. Foxworthy show or Bill Ingvall show? And were they both? Ha- didn't they have the same wife? Kath, mm. what's her name from So I Married an Axe Murderer? Cusack? No, Joan Cusack was... No, no not, not Joan, Joan. Cusack. Um, Anne Cusack was one of his wives. And then on the second one, his wife was the g- wife from uh, Happ- or no, from uh, Grounded for Life. Oh, yeah. That was his wife. Because Jeff Foxworthy's show, we've talked about this, it moved networks and switched moms. No, that Donald Logue is a real grounded individual. I really like... Yeah, I love Donald Logue, actually. Yeah, uh, dude. Donald uh, Logue? Yeah. Crushed it on uh, VH1. Lives in uh, Brooklyn. Does he? We should get him on the fucking show. Yeah, I've been thinking dude. about this. We need to talk about this off air. I There's didn't know he handful... lived in Brooklyn, dude. I guess that's just been on the lowdown this whole time. There's a handful of really good uh, actors that I think we could probably swing on this fucker. Uh, there was a um, the Bill Engvall show I never watched, but do you know who his daughter was on that show? Wait, somebody really fucking famous. Yeah, yeah. I know it's somebody really fucking famous. Uh, it is Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. 
Who's that? Jennifer Lawrence, uh, the actress from like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, hu- yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Hunger Games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Mystique. Yeah, yeah, Mystique. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was Rebecca really Romaine. That was his daughter on that show. Nancy <laughs> Travis. Oh, Nancy Travis. Yeah, that's Bill Ingvall's wife. That's Bill Ingvall's wife. Yeah, that's uh, so I married an axe murderer. And she was in Becker. She was in a couple seasons of Becker, and then I, I think, and then maybe Jessica she Lundy was. was in it later. Who doesn't love Becker? Yeah. Um, and I liked uh, so you married an axe murderer. One of the best uh, character, or just one of my favorite jokes is it was Alan Arkin, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the police chief. Yeah, that uh, isn't. He's trying to be harder on uh, the other co- Like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, was I too mean right there? He's like trying to get like acting. feedback the whole yeah, time. Yeah, where he's like goes off on him. He's like, no, chief, it was. It was great. There's that funny sign when he's like, uh, or that funny part in "So I Married an Axe Murderer." Head when pants they're, when they're new. going <laughs> when they're going through the tour of Alcatraz and Phil Hartman's doing the yeah. tour, and he's just like they ripped out like the scene is happening, but in the background you just hear uh, Phil Hartman be like, and then they ripped out his eyes and skull fucked it. <laughs> and it's we God. repeated that all the time. We would watch it. In, uh, we had it in, in band whenever our band. Um, our this is funny. In middle school, our band uh, teacher, you know, whatever they call that instructor. Your band's name was teacher. No, no, no. no our like school it. band, like a uh, marching band. Oh, our teacher was in a swing band called the Swing Cats, which are still a thing and very popular. And so he would go on tour sometimes. So we just wouldn't have a teacher sometimes on Fridays. And we had a VHS, you know, like a TV in that room. And one of the tapes that we had there was uh, "So I Married an Axe Murder." So we would watch it all the time with like study hall teachers who would just be like. What the fuck is this? What are you guys watching? And we like, hey, pretty good show. It's a good movie. A lot of good uh, '90s alt rock in it. I don't know. Maybe they got a Mud Honey song. Oh I don't yeah. Know. Oh yeah. Sounds yeah. Like yeah. They, they do. They do have some Mud Sounds Honey. Like- <laughs> uh, they had. They had a song that was there was like a good music video for that Mike Myers was in. Was it just him doing uh, uh, Rod Stewart as it, no, his it was Scottish a, it dad? Was it somebody to love. I love the Bay City Rollers intro yeah, with yes. the Scottish Wall of Fame. That's what. Yeah, God, I haven't seen that movie in That's a while. That's what I'm thinking. That's of. a great man. I was totally into like again that whole initial Mike Myers run. Yeah, so good. I agree. He, he. I still think he's also. I love saying I just gotta go home and cross all the T's and dot the lowercase J's. Oh my God, yeah. I forgot about that. That's just, got some Ted McGinley in it too. Oh, because they want. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was gonna let the listeners know if you guys have. Uh, if you've noticed in the last, I'd say three minutes that I seem uh, despondent or or maybe yeah, removed, exactly. You I've just been, let me totally like mm-hmm. sidewall. I mean, sidetrack well, with we, my rants. We, no, 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 no. It's because uh, it's because I spent the last several minutes uh, trying to think. I thought I had a really good funny. Here's your sign tweet back in 2012. <laughs> And I just searched for it. I can't fucking find it. I might have deleted it because I do like Bill Engvall. Actually, I yeah. have no issues with him. I, yeah, have no I think it'd be great if he was an astronomer and mm-hmm. just walked around giving people pictures of stars. Yeah. And it's like, here's your sign. <laughs> That's really good. I don't know what mine was, but it wasn't that. It was um, well, good. Wait, what was it? What did we say? We said something about sign language is the sign that you see when you walk into the camp. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you're a driver... But you're meeting the guy that's going to give you the thing that says who to pick up at the airport. That guy might say, here's your sign. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, sign language. I get they still it. do that? Yeah, yeah. But they use iPads now a lot oh. of times. You'll see that like if you go to like LAX or something. Remember? Or sometimes at Newark, you'll see them holding like an iPad that says well, like. Was that a uh, Budweiser commercial? Hugh Tarantino. Where the guy gets into the limo and he steals, uh, uh, <laughs> he steals the limo from yeah. the airport. And he's playing with the windows in the oh, back. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And the guy's like, first time in a limo. He's like, yeah, first time in a limo this small. <laughs> and they sell Budweiser. Uh, there was a, uh, I've been watching uh, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. And uh, there was a funny episode where, uh, I don't know why, I, I didn't miss the first half of it. But for some reason, For some reason, Larry was uh, driving a limo. Yeah. And he picked up, do you know this episode? He picks up, uh-uh. he picks up, uh, who's that tennis player that's kind of an asshole? He's in Mr. Deeds. Yeah. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Uh-huh. He jumps yep. the car. Yeah. Whatever Ted, that fella is. Ted McGinley. Nope. Not Ted McGinley. Are you sure it's not Ted McGinley? It's not, McGinley? I'm positive. Almost positive. John C. Uh, McGinley. Yeah, it's it. John C. McGinley. He John picks him up. McEnroe. Uh, John McEnroe. There. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. I had no idea you were actually going to get to it. Yeah, well, I just had to think oh. of House of Pain. Yeah. Well, that's how I always remember John McEnroe. I think Ted McGinley, then I think John C. McGinley, and then I get to John McEnroe. He, he's in this great episode, and, he's, and Larry's driving him around and pretending to be a driver named Charlie. And so he picks him up. 
But then he has to go to Larry's like, can I go to this? I have to go to the cemetery for a second. Can I go to the cemetery? And he's like, sure. So Larry goes to the cemetery, walks around. And then John McEnroe's like, what the fuck is happening? So he gets out of the car. And then this grieving family get in the, the limo because they think it's their limo for like a funeral. Yeah. And then Larry gets in the car and they're like, just take us home. And he's like, I can't. And then John McEnroe gets in. And John McEnroe's like freaking out. With this grieving family. They should know that oh, there would be so a little good. siren on top. Yeah, yeah. You if would it was think for so. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sirens and flags to let you know the profession. Since I worked at Pizza for so long, I want my, uh, um, when I die, I want the hearse. How long? 11 hours? 12 yeah, hours? Yeah, usually. How long was the shift? Pretty long. Uh, about as long as my rod. But I would, I would like when I get, um, when I die, I want my, uh, <laughs> I want my hearse to be a like a geo hatchback, and I want all of my, uh, 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 not groomsmen, what are they called, pallbearers. Yeah. I want them to wear pizza uniforms and all carry me to my grave like that. I want my funeral parlor to make sure they buy uh, used cars. Yeah, because I want to make sure my funeral's been rehearsed. Oh, that's pretty good. Hey, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, Just real quick off the top of your head. Uh, do you know the difference between a funeral home and a funeral parlor is? One has ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, that's it. One has ice cream. Uh, um, okay, how about this one? Do you know the difference between a funeral house and a funeral home? Uh-huh. Uh, wait, no. Wait, that's not what it is. Do you know the difference between a casket and a coffin is? Huh. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Um, do you know the difference between six a feet? Do you Wait. know the difference between a whorehouse and a funeral home is? What? What? You don't know the difference between a whorehouse? You be going fucking people at the funeral home, Reem? <laughs> is that what you're telling me on this podcast? Hey, hey, you know the hardest part about being a funeral director is I don't. You, know, you always get a stiff performance out of your lead. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, let me think if I had another. Do I got another one? Um, I don't know, but uh, oh, don't you think this would be funny? I'm sure somebody else has done this as an actual so. stand-up bit before, but I think this is I. Well, I'm not saying I've seen this. I'm just saying I'm assuming this is something that's out there. But wouldn't it be really funny to do, like, at a funeral, you know, like, your your things up there? If all of a sudden, like, and, you know, everybody in the audience is pretty fucked up because, eh, you know, they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, my sucks. friend's dead. But then if instead, if just a guy, like a magician walks out and he's in, like, a suit and tails and he just walks out and he's just like, hello, and thank you for coming to the show. And then he pulls out a big fucking saw and starts pretending like he's going <laughs> to saw the coffin in half. <laughs> Would that be pretty funny? Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Um, Willie maybe, didn't know. I'm going to add that. Have you ever heard of that before? Sawing people in half? That, like a funeral Yeah, man, they just do it all the time. I think I'm going to put that, I'm going to add that to my prank list. I got a lot of pranks I like to do. That's going to yeah. be one of my pranks I like. It's a real um, buzzkill. <laughs> okay, um, well, we're about Remember time. Remember that show? What show, Buzzkill? Buzzkill. Buzzkill at the Buzz Mill, a great stand-up show in uh, no, Austin, Texas. it was Texas. like uh, Proto Jackass on MTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do like want to remember that, yeah. They started off on uh, spring break. Remember when that was like a thing? Oh yeah, and it was cool to watch. I, yeah. every year is MTV I went spring to, break. I went to uh, South Padre Island, Texas, and would go party at the spring break MTV spring break. I had a spring break uh, jumping on the bed once. That's where. Oh, you and yeah. a bunch of monkeys. I heard about this. <laughs> uh, they were apes. Oh no, uh, no tails. There was a um. Well, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> this was the oh, early two thousands. You know why I prefer playing poker with uh apes instead of monkeys no tells okay yeah i guess i could have just said what yeah i know you did what what i said it uh well i went to spring mtv spring break one year and a friend of mine uh she was gone for a while and then when she showed back up she was just like you guys aren't gonna believe this i just made out with ludicrous and we're like no you didn't ludicrous was headlining the festival and we're like you didn't make out she's like yeah i just made out with the rapper ludicrous and we're like no you didn't and she's like why don't you believe me and we're like because ludicrous is on stage rapping right now yeah she just made out with a guy who was the ballsiest liar ludicrous what they took as uh vcr chris's vcr ludicrous's vcr okay well this fucker's speaking of ernest yeah (laughs) this this podcast about ernest right i guess i just need to get on out of here oh okay i just gotta say this uh one of my favorite jokes of all time Mm -hmm. uh, from the zach alfanakis live at the purple live at the purple onion coming up a lot today yeah yeah well on a different episode that people uh heard a while ago or no they'll hear in weeks anyways they haven't already heard that episode yeah yeah Zach Galifianakis, Live with the Purple Onion. Yeah. One of the best jokes. I mean, I love that comedy special. It's one of my favorites of all time. But he's like, I just saw the movie, The Importance of Being Earnest. First off, can't believe they made another Earnest movie. Yeah. Uh, and they get a lot of, uh, let's let's wrap this up, though. And I mean, I don't know. Talk about this Earnest legacy mm-hmm. or whatever. I think people kind of make fun of the earnest movies because there were so many of them and they kind of look overlook the fact that they did something really well 
you know, and yeah. and did it consistently. Like those, I think the those first four, I think, are all solid rewatches, mm-hmm. especially with the little bit of eighties cheesiness yeah. that has been added the nostalgia to it, and, yeah. and and just like the cheesy, goofy campiness uh, of all the movies. Especially Ernest goes to camp; that's the most camp. Mm-hmm. But uh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that um, uh, I didn't mean to touch you there. But You've been doing we, it. We touched a second ago by accident, and it was we both. It was weird. Uh, we uh. The thing that I think is uh, here, I'm going to say three words to you that I think would um, maybe change filmmaking in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. Son of Ernest. Why isn't that a thing? Oh my god! Maybe somebody great. We don't even know who it'd be yet. Maybe Actually, they're not even here we born. Go. Son of Ernest. You know what I mean? Oh boy, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Son of Ern. Oh! That is going to change the goddamn world. I'll it's tell you that. It's going to change. But I we had to write down a fucking outline for that. Oh boy. Oh boy. We're going we just that's what we just did is we just wrote that out down. Holy so, shit, dude. Uh, that just flew out of our minds onto the paper 40 pages. You dude. know what? I don't think come 20 come 2018 we're not going to have a fucking podcast. We're going to have a goddamn Ernest sitcom, franchise, television, connected movies. franchise, dude. Yeah, connect four franchise. Yeah. We might get into other things. They oh made a battleship movie. Dude. Oh boy, we're really flying. Um, where can the listeners listen to you at? Where oh, can you, they find you? Uh, you can find me at Reamcore, R E A M K O R E. That's fantastic. Type that into anything. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, check out my Kickstarter I got going for Ernest, for son, Ernest, of Ernest. son of Ernest, son of Ernest, son of Ernest, son of Ern Junior. Uh, follow me at Patrick Hasty at P A T R I C K H S T E. PatrickEasy.com. I'm on the road in September and October. Uh, go to whalesandbeasts.com oh, yeah. to see those dates. This October, uh, make sure you watch Ernest Scared Ernest, Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid, be sure of that. Christmas yeah, yeah, time's coming hyped. up. Er- yeah, Son of Ernest is coming. Yeah, Ernest is back and better than ever. So uh, be cool, live your life, and remember, if you're not an NF-er... You're an MF-er, so, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Know what I mean? Well, let me tell you a story about a man named Jed. Poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. Then one day he was shooting at some food. Went up from the ground, came a bubbling crude oil, that is. Black gold, Texas tea. Well, folks all said 